Before we start our podcast today, who do we have on the phone? Hey, Miguel and Holly and Scotty the Body. Hey. How are you guys doing? The best local morning show out there in Tampa Bay ever. Yeah, oh, ever. Great. Jacob, two times. Jacob, how the you doing? morning show that gave me the best local radio personality of the year for 2021. I still go by that now. Can you believe that? Because of you, Miguel and Holly, you guys started what, that what, for me. What, and I just what, want to say what, thank what, you. What, what, wait, 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 wait. We can't, like, we don't know. The, cra- the, the, the votes are being cast. Yeah, we don't know. Well, actually, voting is closed now. Yeah. So we won't find out till September if, or it is September, in a couple of weeks, yeah. if we actually made it as Best local podcast and uh, best local morning show. I don't know, but I do think that Scott has another good chance of winning best up and coming radio person. You know, I agree. I would lose my mind if I did. That would mean the world. I haven't done anything to talk about it, but if it happened, I'd be really grateful. That would be awesome. What do you think, Jacob? Do you think he's going to lose? Do you think he's going to win? I think all of you are going to win. You know oh. why? Because, because you guys. Because you guys have my vote as the best local morning show ever. You well, know? Jacob, That's all I need. Well, Jacob, as long as we have Jacob's vote, it's a win for me. Boom, but true. you know what, Jacob? I think that you actually won for best guest introer of a podcast in Tampa. Yeah. Best! Yes! Yes! Congratulations, Jacob. And and I won for and 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 thank you, Miguel Fuller and. And Holly O'Connor, guess what, Holly O'Connor? Um, I still remember you doing the midday show. Sometimes I would call you up on the midday show and talk to you, Holly O'Connor. Exactly right. That? Like four years ago. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. I did the midday show. Did you love that, Holly, so much? I. It was a time. Didn't you love it? Wasn't it yes. the best for you? <laughs> yes. It was. A, it was a lot of fun. I have to. I absolutely loved it, Holly. I absolutely loved it, Holly, when you went solo and Miguel was not there with you. I oh! Oh! Miguel filled in for you. It was like, oh, man. Oh! oh, oh see that, man. Ain't nobody want double Miguel. Wow. Listen, ain't nobody want me jocking a shift, okay? No, I so. mean, nobody asked you. No, 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 no. Fine. Well, thank but you, Jacob. It happened, you know? Yeah, no, sometimes it was unfortunate. Well, you know what? Let me take this Trixie Dixie away and start this damn podcast. Yes, let's Jacob. go. Come on, Miguel Bullet. Come mm-hmm. on, Miguel Bullet. Mm-hmm. You know, I love messing with you, man. You mm-hmm. know it. Mm-hmm. Jacob, tell everybody what podcast they're listening to. I love you, Miguel Fuller. They're listening to the Holly O'Connor podcast <laughs> with Miguel Fuller on Hot 101.5. <laughs> Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. I'm sorry if I seem distracted. You're I'm doing. trying to upload the show, and I'm also trying to download uh, movies to watch or shows to watch mm. uh, for the flight I'm about to be on. I see. Because uh, I always forget Yes. until right when I get to the airport. And then it's a scramble. And then I'm like, okay, there's 10 minutes before they board. What 30-minute to hour movie or show can I download real quick on Netflix? And it's going to go real slow. Right. And then it, the, your signal is always slow at the airport. And the yes. Wi-Fi is, like, not really reliable. It doesn't exist. Reliable. Like, it doesn't. Like, it says you're connected, but right. it's, like, not loading anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. There's thousands of people on it at the same time. It's exactly. So that's why I'm trying to, like, feed off the Wi-Fi here at the station, which, which is, is already. Which is also not good. <laughs> no. So I'm like, come on, 
movie download real quick. Oh, what movie are you going to download? So, because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just not a fun person. I just really... Oh, I like... No, you are, I, but... This is different in ways. So, there is this really fascinating documentary on Netflix about 9-11. Yeah. And it's like a five or six episode thing, but they take you through the history of how we got to 9-11. Because, like, if you were to ask someone, like, why did Osama bin Laden create that plan? And you're like, because he hated America. Well, why? Yeah. This takes you, like, this whole thing, like, I literally last night was like, what? In 20 years, I had no clue that what culminated in uh, 9-11, 2021, or uh, 2001. Yeah started in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Where America was trying to help Afghanistan Mm. fight, uh, well, what was then the Soviet Union, which is now Russia. But I was like, what? Oh. It's fascinating um, what, what led to it, how all these missteps. And then, like, in the 90s, we were so consumed with... Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, um, all these other things uh, about the the drama with uh, Gore Bush that and then the intelligence agencies weren't talking because at that time they were like, well, we're the CIA. We don't need anybody else. The FBI was like, we are FBI. We don't need anybody else. So none of the agencies were talking to each other. Mm. And so, like, there were all these little missteps that were just missteps, which led to 9-11. Wow. And so I'm only on episode two, but it's <clears throat> fascinating. So It's on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Gosh. And it's called, uh, sorry, uh, Turning Point. Mm. Um, but I'm on episode two. But I've been, like, super fascinated by all the history. And there's still more episodes to go. So I'm like, wow, what else are they going to sort of tell us about, you know, that day and yeah. what happened? Um, so that's what I've been sort of consumed with over the past couple days. So I'm downloading the rest of that, and I'm still in the station's Wi-Fi to download that to watch on the plane. Whoops. Uh, because I'm going to Buffalo to visit my fiance Abe, in yeah. Buffalo. When's the last time you were in Buffalo to see that side of the, of the family? I think it was Christmas. Like a year ago? Uh, wait, you're right. I went last July. Oh. I went last July, but I didn't see anyone really. Uh, yeah, everybody was being super careful. Right. Yeah. Not that they're not now, but it, it was like then it was even like, more so. Right, because there were no vaccines. Like yeah. there was no protection. And so we I saw like his friends and we saw his parents, but it was like outside because they live on Lake Erie. Twenty feet apart. Twenty feet apart. I mean like we're still gonna be careful because yeah. his dad um well he's gotten the vaccine but he had a uh, liver transplant um, and so he, because of his anti-rejection drugs, it basically like booted out the antibodies from COVID, and so he's just like, "Well, I'm here." Yeah. So I'm still like, gonna be away because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, get anyone. Yeah. You no, know, even though I, I know I'm fine, but still, you could be, um, what's it called? Not a dormant. carrier. A carrier. Yeah. Or something like that. So I'm just like. Eh. Um, but yeah, so it's been a minute since uh, I've been up there, so I'm excited to sort of see everybody. Um, Abe was like, I've been home probably three times, and anytime I come home, everyone's like, oh, well, if you want to get together, that's fine. And then apparently when they found out I was coming, they were like, so we're <laughs> going to have this big dinner outside, and we have to play. And he was like, hmm. thanks. Yeah. 
Well, like, you sorry. must feel very nice. I do. I was like, oh, this is great. That doesn't happen with my family when I, was I come say, home. There you so. go. I'm like, no, listen. they're like, who? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Oh, this one. The old gay one from down south. You know he's gay. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's probably what happened. Oh, jeez. Um, so before we get into anything else, too, um, it, I want both of you to go to the Miguel and Holly Facebook page. Oh. Um, because we didn't get a chance to do this on the air today. Because uh, we had a jam-packed show. It was breakneck speed going through. Wow, it was. <clears throat> All right, Miguel and Holly Facebook page. By the way, I love when, like, some morning shows say that, like, every show. <laughs> They're like, it's just chock full of stuff every show. And I'm like, is it really? Oh! Well, I didn't even see it yet. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Waiting. Here we go. So, oh, let boy. me set this oh, up. Oh, my God. So, we obviously we talked about we're doing Miguel and Holly Live, our live show. I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> I don't feel bad anymore. I don't feel bad anymore. Uh, we're doing the live show, uh, Miguel and Holly Live, at the Ritz Ebor, October 21st. It's a Thursday, 7 p.m. Uh, tickets are on sale now, $29 for general admission. Get your tickets at hot1015tampabay.com. And one of the things we said this week on our show was that if we sold a certain amount of tickets by Monday the 13th, oh my God. Uh, we would do oh my God. 50 Shades of Chicken live. And uh, it's the cookbook that we read on the air on uh, Thursdays. <laughs> and so Holly, who plays Miss Hen... Um, from the, and it's based off of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, it's like an S and M cookbook. <laughs> what yes. the hell is this? Um, Holly would be Miss Hen and dress up as a sexy chicken on stage. And so I've got some options together, and listeners have been voting. But I think this is going to be a platypus posse special, deciding on what Scott should wear as chef. Yeah. Scott, go ahead and describe the options that are posted. I don't even know how to describe this on the Miguel and Holly Facebook page. Oh my right now. god! So the first one. It's this guy who has obviously a chef hat on, a little handkerchief, and then an apron that goes right, you know, right past his wee-wee. Oh, my God. No, it's right above. Right above. So you kind of see the undercarriage. And then there's nothing under no. except for, like, maybe some tidy whities He got his tidy whities on. You can that's see a little it. bit of the bulge. That's Yeah, you just see a little bit of the little peeking out. And that's it. No pants, no nothing. What the hell? Miguel, your, your thing is, like, going... Oh, there is it, it being is. crazy? Yeah, mm-hmm. your thing is being crazy. Like, you freeze sometimes. Oh, uh, that's because I'm on the station Wi-Fi mm-hmm. on my computer. But By the way, we have this you want on me to hold it over here? Miguel and Holly YouTube. Yeah, and if you just swipe right, it sees this guy. The next one is very traditional chef. It has a chef hat, the chef, like, long sleeve shirt with all the buttons and pants. That's pretty traditional. Okay, but the only thing about that that's sexy is the man in it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Wait a second. I got to go to that one. Here it is. Like, there's nothing, literally, you could walk into, like, a Denny's, and the dude on the cook line is wearing this. Like, there's nothing Yeah, just know this. that number two isn't happening. Like, it's that just, was just. Number two is just to make it seem like it's fair. Well, number yeah. three, what the hell is this? It's oh! a guy with a chef hat, and he has, like, a little tiny cloth that just covers it's his. a loincloth. His front section, and that's it. No shirt. No pants, and I don't even know if there's a back. I don't, <laughs> I don't either. I don't know if my booty's going to be out or what. You might have to borrow one of Abe's jock straps. Oh! <laughs> you can't borrow a jock strap? Not, wait a minute. Oh, Go back. Right. <laughs> what are these outfits? Okay, well, listen. I vote. Can 
Can I say which one? Yes, I Holly. Want? Which one? I want number one. Ooh, yeah, I agree. Because I, think... I like it. Number three takes away too much. I mean, right. it like it leaves too much out. Like. Leave something to my imagination because that's better for women. Right. I don't. Right. I'm not trying to see Scott's entire ass out. Oh. I got a nice ass. I didn't say that it wasn't. I know it is. Thank Bitch, you. I walk behind you when you go to the bathroom sometimes. Thank you. But I don't want to see it naked on stage. Yeah, I don't know if I want everyone else seeing it naked on stage either. I, I don't like know. That's gonna go. Over. I like. I think number one is where it's at. No, obviously, number two is not happening. No, number two. Well, okay. So, so what I do, like for Holly's, I googled like sexy chef <laughs> outfit, sexy chick. No, I no. <laughs> like this is my job. I googled <laughs> sexy chicken women's Halloween costumes. As as you do, as you do, because like whoever has googled that in their life. And there were actually a lot of options, which I was shocked by. So when I Googled male chef sexy Halloween costume, basically number one and number three were the only options. But there were like two or three more options, but they were really gross because what it was was like maybe like just the apron. And then they would be like part of the costume would be like a a sausage. Like, it would be, like, them holding, oh, okay. like, a pizza box with oh, okay. a dick coming out. It's and I was like, oh. yeah, and I was like, too much. That's, That's too, like, too much. Yeah, I can't be showing no. my wee-wee on stage. No, well, you're not. No. There you go. Good. Not no, doing maybe that. at Miguel's Big Gay Brunch next year, but. No, we can't do that. Would you, Scott? No. That's too, too much. much. I'd give you a talent fee for it. <laughs> That's no. Pro- you're, you're basically saying I will set up prostitution for you. No. Saying anyone's That's gonna serious. touch it. Oh, it's come like you're restoring trying to touch me now it's when I have clothes Ari. on. People are drunk. You can't hold back a drunk. Pee. Like you gotta take it. No, I will not I let protect you do my wee wee. No, no, no. We should have saved that just for the podcast. <laughs> protect my wee wee. You do. You do. My you precious do. gem. You do. Watch out for that uh, cockadoodle do. Wow. So uh, if you could, please go vote on the uh, Miguel and Holly Facebook page. Uh, vote one. I like one. You can vote for the chef. Uh, Holly, what you got going on this weekend? So it's a kid weekend, and I always feel like I don't have a great, like, I don't have a fun story to go along with the kid weekend. Although I am interested to know, and we haven't decided this yet, if my brother is going to come over to Gigi and Papa's house for mm. a kid weekend. He, he, My brother is in town with his fiance, um, and they, so we're recording this on a Friday. They have not yet decided when they're leaving. They said maybe Saturday, but they also don't know. So I said, well, uh, here's our Saturday. I have my daughter. My person has his daughter, and we go to his parents' house. And um, that, like, we just kind of let them run around. And they're finally at an age where they can play by themselves sometimes. So, like, literally we'll just sit and, like, play games on our phone or go in the pool. Right. And so I'm, like, trying to see if my brother and his fiance will come. Um, just because it's a nice pool, and I'm like, yeah. y'all might as might well, as well come have a pool day and hang out here with in us. Florida. So I don't know if they're gonna do that or not. But it's been interesting having my brother here, um, because I don't see him that often. It's like, did we come from the same parents? The weird. It's weird. Yeah, I haven't heard you talk much about it this week. I've tried. Um, actually, I have tried to talk about it at least once a day, but there's just not much to report. Like, um. 
he first of all surprised me because he called me like last week Thursday and he was like, "Hey, I got like ten days off and uh, we're gonna come down uh, Tuesday." I was like, "Well, he told me Monday." I'm oh. like, "Oh, oh, oh, I'm not, I wasn't ready for that, but I mean, do what you want to do." Right. And so then it was like a series of craziness, and uh, my mom got so excited. And then they actually ended up coming in on Tuesday. And it's great. Like, they're staying downstairs in our spare slash little girl bedroom. And my mom wanted to give up her entire bed and apartment for them. And I'm like, no, Mm. we're not doing that. Mm -mm. Number one, because I and my person cannot have my mom living downstairs with us. No. For, like, the four to five days that 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 was. Mm. No. Mm -mm. No. Too much. Sorry. Also, I'm trying to, like. She's like trying to teach an old dog new tricks, but like this is part of her boundaryless, you know, toxicity in parenting where we grew up without boundaries. Like she's codependent. She taught me how to be codependent. He didn't get that because his personality has always been a fighter and I'm more of a fawner Mm. um, in terms of uh, response. So I just try to make things better for other people by making myself small or making it seemed like I have no needs. And yeah. that's what my mom does. So it's like generational. But he always fought her. So that's why he never ended up that way. Um, but I'm like, you're giving up your bed and your whole apartment. Why? Mm. She's like, that's what you do for your kid. I just want him to know I love him so much. I'm like, no. He knows you love him. Mm-hmm. You don't love him more if you give up your bed. Not right. only that, he doesn't think you love him. Like, you are then telling yourself, I have no needs. I have no wants or desires. I'm small, and that makes me feel good that I'm sacrificing everything to my son. He don't care. Mm-hmm. It's just so toxic. And, like, that's how I learned how to not – that. like, long story short, that's how I learned not a thing about myself. I didn't start learning who I was until a few years ago because I thought you just – kowtowed the person, the other person, the person you're in a relationship with, your friends. You just mold and fit your personality to be uh, who other people want you to be. Yeah. That's what she still does. Um, so anyway, we went through this whole thing. I convinced her to stay upstairs. My brother and his fiance are in the guest room, and it's been fine. It's been working out fine. Um, and it's just so odd. We are so different. And so we don't – I mean, we talk a little bit about, like, the past. Oh, you remember this? He had this story, and he – we were talking about something my mom had made for dinner years ago. She had made some kind of eggplant lasagna. And he's like, you, Holly, told me it was monkey brains, and it was terrifying. I was like, I would never. And he's like, yes, you did. You told me it was monkey brains. And I was like, were we joking about that together? Because I was not mean. I was not like a mean, conniving big sister. Like, I was to try to look out for you. I'm like, Maybe it ended up that way, and for that, I truly apologize. Like, I didn't mean to scar you about that. I'm like, that doesn't sound, like, on brand for me, that I would, like, try to prank my eight years younger brother that it was monkey brains. I mean, I feel like that would be so, like, that's a harmless joke that you would, like, make, uh, like, uh, an aside and not think twice about it. Like, I've always said, I remember a kindergarten teacher telling me that, like, on April Fool's Day that there was a banana growing in the back of my ear. And I was devastated. And I literally all day kept swiping the back of my ear thinking bananas were growing back there. But it was, like, an innocent, like, banana, ha! Like, the teacher was probably like, 
this is the fun over the top thing that no kid right. would think is real. Clearly, <laughs> meanwhile, no, Miguel swiping no swiping over here was like, there is a banana, and I have always thought about that on April Fool's Day. But it like you always check, right? I'm always like, hold on, are there any bananas? Oh my girl? gosh! But so, maybe that's what it was just like. Oh, this looks like monkey. Like maybe I was trying to be like conspirational with him. I was like, this looks like monkey brains, and he right. was like. <gasps> He's like, I I don't eat eggplant to this day. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So my brother been in town. Wow. That story. So have y'all had any like deep discussions or anything? Or is it all just sort of like surface type deals? Pretty surface. We did. I did tell him about some stuff um, just with like my work and, you know, and he's telling me a little bit about like, uh, I guess the wedding process. I did tell him. Not that long ago, sometime this year, sometime in 2021, I did have a text conversation with him that was like, I just want you to realize our mom is not the same Mm. mom. She's not her. Like, there are bits there that are the same. Yeah. Um, But I'm just warning you, and I'm so sorry, and I I don't know what to say to make it better because you don't see her that often, and, Mm. you know, it's not the same. And he's like, no, I, I can tell. But what's been interesting is that since he's been here in town, um, my mom has been, like, lit up like the 4th of July. Like, she is excited. Mm. She hasn't bitched about anything. Usually, when my mom will shuffle down, she could bring up, like, oh, I can't find my glasses. And then she'll switch it to, you know, that my uh, former husband was cheating on me and I didn't know for two years. And we're just like... Like, I know. Um, And it's always something traumatic. And I've started to think that the only thing that goes on in her mind are her traumas being played in a loop. Wow. Mm. It's always something. Well, Auntie Mm. Pearl. And I'm like, like, it's a lot. It is. It's become very, very toxic for me. And it was toxic for me in the first place to have her living with me for this long. And now it's like, it's even worse. But she's had none of those stories. She's only got like fun anecdotes about Patrick or like... She's just in a good mood. She was singing the other day, and I'm oh, just wow. like. Interesting. Like, can y'all come down more often or, like, take her up with you for some? And this is why I would really like to get her into an assisted living at some point because I just feel like, yes, it, I need it for me, but I really believe and I would, I hope, if I find the right place. Yeah, right. She could move on with her life and yes. start to experience the next chapter because right now it is not good for her. Like she is a mess when she's just with us. And it's nothing that anyone's it's nobody's fault. Well, that's one of the things I've always said. And even when my grandmother was going through this, when my mom was her caretaker, is when you are in that state and your mom is at home all day. And at first, she was taking care of Maya, so she had, like, that energy. It was, like, a passion and There was and something, something to do. Right. Someone to talk to, even if it wasn't, like, full-blown on adult conversations. But it was still communication. And a, and a purpose. Right. Yes. Whereas now, what's her purpose every day? It's the same thing. Right. Every day. And so what else do you do is you just sit around, you watch TV, and you think, and you think, and you think. So that's why I told my mom, I'm like, when you get to that point, I'm not going to have you just sit at the house all day. You're going to go live somewhere where you get to do activities. You get to meet people. You get to Engage. talk yeah. to people and have conversations. And it keeps that mental stimulation going. Mm. So there's actually, your, your your mind is working. Yeah. It's working. Whereas right now, it's just like, 
yeah. sitting. And right. so when your brother comes into town, it's like, ooh, let's make dinner. New let's have conversations. Yes. New energy, new people, new things. And yeah. that's exactly. And it has been. It's different. Like, we've had dinner at home two nights in a row. I made dinner one night. Patrick made dinner one night. <laughs> we went out. To, tonight we're going out to dinner. So for her, it's been, like, the best day, week ever. And so yeah. I almost feel like what I all the stuff that I'm saying and I'm, like, struggling with, Patrick's like, I mean, it's not that bad. But yeah, I'm like, no, he's not but seeing no. the reality of it. You are not here day to day, in and out, and there's always fucking something. So I told him, I'm like, she, if she acted like this all the time, it would not be so bad. Mm. But she doesn't. Mm. Right. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. And I know what's going to happen because she's actually very difficult to live with. And I now have a I have I've always had empathy for my dad. But now I have way more compassion, empathy, and understanding for what has happened for him. Mm. And I, who have, I've always, I want to say hate, but trying to be like not quite as negative. I've always disliked my stepdad who passed away years ago. Mm. Hate was a strong word that I used to use a lot though. But now having lived with my mom for seven years and four of those years being brain damaged parts of them, I can see a little bit about what he went through too. Mm. She's a difficult person to live with, and she doesn't know it, mm. right? Because she has, she doesn't, she there's not a lot of, um, she doesn't, and I'm not sure if she ever will. She doesn't have the ability to self reflect and see where she may be creating a problem because it's her traumas are so ingrained, right? She has no idea that she just keeps on putting that same out stuff out. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Absolutely, because when you when you don't process those traumas and you are a hurt wounded person that's your outlook on life your personality has become your trauma yes and you feel like everybody around you is out to get you Mm. and you're in a defensive mode all the time and that's sort of like how your mom lived for a lot of her life and then now with the brain surgery and how it's affected her her brain it's like this constant state of who's out to get me what's going on it's not even who's out to get me but so, uh, the, it's a victim right. mentality. There's it's right. always something. Why is this happening to me? And combined with, like I told you earlier, uh, the codependency coping mechanisms of, um, like she, th- like just as just a quick example, we knew that I was going to cook meatloaf the other day. So she comes down and my uh, person is sitting on the couch watching something, and she goes, "Am I allowed to eat dinner with you guys?" Come on. Mm. It's that kind of like manipulative without knowing it's manipulative behavior that it chips away at you. It's like death by a thousand paper cuts Mm. because what she's wanting is to feel like it. it, And I understand it psychologically. She's like, I'm going to, you know, make myself not like because it's it's okay if you don't. Mm. I know I'm not worthy of dinner. Mm. But if I can, I would love to. Meanwhile, like in any any normal fucking person would be like, of course you're going to have dinner with us. Right. We want you here. So then like when she says shit like that and he's like, no, what? Nope. <laughs> can't. Not right. Do it. No, and not today. He's like, of, of course. And she's like, oh, well, I, I mean, I didn't know, you know. And then I'm like. Why wouldn't we? And like, I get mad about that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's a trigger. So I'm like, why wouldn't we ask you? And she's like, don't get upset. I was just asking. Like, now it's my fault for getting mm. upset that she's being crazy about it. So it's like those lit, like those interactions. That over and over again. 
all the time. Yeah. So um, it's been interesting since Patrick was here. So I just, and I know, oh, I was going to wrap it up with this point. When she goes into a an assisted living of sorts, it's going to be rocky because, like I said, she's difficult to live with, but it's never her fault. Mm. And I'm not saying this as, like, like, I know I feel I sound a little bitter, but the problem is she doesn't realize what she's doing that's making a situation awkward. Yeah, so mm. she can't adjust to it. She can't she adjust. Know. So she's just going to do her thing, and uh, eventually she's going to get irritated at the people because what she tries to do is give and give and give. It's giving too much. Right. She bought herself some soup the other day, and I'm like, oh, man, I haven't had that soup in a while. Where'd you find it? She's like, do you want all of it? No. I don't want any of it. I'm just telling no, you. No, it's cool. for you. It's for you. And Take then she it. came it's down, yours. and she put the fucking soup in the thing, and she's like, just have it. And oh, I'm like, no, Margaret. I'm like, it's yours. do not do this. I'm like, because I'm not even going to eat it, and yeah. then you're going to get mad that I didn't. Like, right. do you understand that yeah. it's very hard to explain that type of wrongness so like she's not gonna get it and then she's gonna get irritated when she keeps giving and giving and doesn't see people like like it's the psychology behind it is that you give in order for people to love you right you do this thinking that the more you do the more they'll love you back when in reality the more you do like that the more frustrated and annoyed people get with you right so then it's a complete cycle of i don't understand i'm gonna keep giving more and hating these people for making me feel resentful and why aren't they loving me because Mm. they're fucking annoyed with you when it's like they just want you to just exist they just want you to be here and be in this space yeah. and just be you. So that's what I know is going to happen at some point when she moves into a place and then even the people that she likes, she's going to be like, they're just so annoying. And I'm going to be like, I wonder why. <laughs> like, I wonder if there is like a, a, a place where they can, they'll have a therapist. If there is a- I hope, actually. Where she, that's some place that maybe like once a week she can go to talk out those things. Like when she starts to get frustrated at people around her. Yeah. And then they can be like, well, let's walk through. Let's go through everything. Yeah. Why you're frustrated. Man, and then sort great. of like, maybe it's like through the repetition of like walking through those scenarios with a third party where maybe then she could kind of be like, huh. She could, I, she's in therapy now. She goes like once every three weeks. Right. She does not do it right. And I'm like, you've got to tell, tell him about all the things. And then she'll get on the Zoom thing and she'll be like, I don't know, I'm just doing okay. And I'm like, you're not okay! Like, what are you talking about? So it's hard because you also have to start talking. Yeah, when you got to dive in if you want to get anything out. So I, I'm. that's a good point. I would hope that assisted living facilities or independent living facilities, if they don't have a therapist on staff, they should. Right. I mean, that might be something to look for yeah. when you're looking around. So. She has that resource there. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for letting me bitch about some stuff. Absolutely. Scott, you got anything you want to get off your chest? No. Oh. No? No. You, I mean, not like that. No. you just Sorry. existing. I'm just... No, what? No, that wasn't bad. I, You know, that was a good topic to kind of just dive in and actually engage with. Like, I have nothing pressing like that. And I don't know how much time we have either, so I don't want to yeah. dive into something really thick and then be like, you know? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I got to go. Yeah. Sorry. I still got to upload stuff Whoops. before I go yeah. to the airport. Yeah. I'll bring up thick stuff later. Thick. I like it when you bring up thick stuff, Scott. All right. Hey. Why? What's wrong? Nothing. Let me celebrate you, Scott. That's not celebrate. I am celebrating you. <laughs> Let's get you to the airport. Are you going to drive me to the airport? No, I got to do a show. Oh. Okay. Oh, geez. I do. You want oh, me to drive you to the airport? No, no, no. I'm, I'm driving myself because I get back later Sunday uh, evening. Oh. 
And now that we live in Largo, I'm not going to try to get an Uber. I'm like, the the cost of what it would take to get from here to there now and then from the airport to Largo, that's parking this weekend. So I'm just going to drive my car to the airport. Okay. So, it won't be too bad for two nights. Nah, it'll be fine. So, all right, Scott, what's all your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly? Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R, on all the stuff. And I still have a few more Miguel and Holly stickers that I want to get rid of uh, for you to have, because I'm not going to order any for a while. Um, So here on the YouTube channel, you can see the stickers we have. So if you want some, send me an email with your address, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. Do not forget to get your tickets. Oh, God. I hope the weather isn't messed up for me to not... For me to fly. Oh, this is fine. It's Tampa. Know. They're used to it. It's you summertime fly here. In, in a little drizzle? Come on. It looks like a big old cloud coming. Oh. Pray for me. Uh, um, but yeah, if you get some Miguel High Live tickets, please. Where? Mm-hmm. Hot1015tampabay.com on the Hot1015 app. And we will see you next week. Bye.